Dexter Digging Gr- Dexter Podcast with Victor Mikhail! And uh, Marissa Mikhail I'm Marissa Mikhail And I am Victor Miguel. And today we are here to discuss episode Why? <laughs> what? That's the episode <laughs> Okay, well, it's episode six, Si Se Puede. I'm sorry? Is it just because you have this mustache on now that you think that you're, that you're just extra extra Spanish? That other voice you hear in the background is uh. our friend Colton, who we've talked about on the podcast before. Colton, how are you? What's going on? I'm good. How are y'all? We are good. We are just all admiring my mustache that I yeah. have. It's um, so thick. <laughs> and today we are here for episode six. As Marissa calls it. Susa Studio. Right. Or the actual title, Si Se Puede. Uh, Colton is, as I've mentioned before, uh, does the bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Uh, Colton is, what are you up to? When this comes out tomorrow, you are about to do episode six. Yeah, uh, episode six will be released on Wednesday. And Colton, I would say, is kind of doing the same thing we are. But you don't remember Boardwalk as much as, like, I remember Dexter, which is also kind of fun. Right. Like, I remember bits. Like, as I'm watching it, I'm remembering, like, okay, I know where this goes. I know the big points of Boardwalk. um, But then my co-host, he's never watched it. And so he's, you know, watching it from the very beginning. Yeah. I I, I was always told you, Marissa, how much of a big Boardwalk Empire fan I am. Yeah. And um, I love listening to Colton's podcast. Yeah. we randomly, and I guess we could tell this Colton too for the first time, we started watching um, Homecoming, Homecoming on Amazon. Have you heard of that show, Colton? I haven't even heard. No, I haven't even heard so of it. Julia Roberts. I believe it came out November 2nd. So it's on Amazon. So it's like one of these Amazon Prime shows. So it doesn't right. get the, as much notoriety. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because it has Jip Rossetti, Bobby Cannavale from season three. Oh, really? And Eli's in it. And Eli, oh, nice. yeah, Eli plays like, uh, is he FBI? Yeah, he works for the Department of Defense. Okay. And um, yeah, so I guess like well, investigative. And I was telling Victor, I start, me and my wife, we started watching Fargo, the, uh, the television show Fargo. Yeah. Okay. And the third season of Fargo has Eli in it and Rothstein in it. Uh-huh. And they're two of the main characters. And Eli plays a sheriff. That's uh, funny. Go figure, right? Yeah. yeah. What was the other thing I saw Eli in? I think Eli's in one of the Fast and Furious movies. I'm pretty. Is yeah. he really like driving a sports car? No, he's like one of these like <laughs> douchebag cops or whatever. It's funny. So we were watching Homecoming last night and he definitely is like he's aged. Eli? Yeah. I, I mean, I think they make him look surprisingly younger on Boardwalk Empire, but also um, Boardwalk Empire was pretty no, close to yeah. 10 years ago. No, you I, know? I guess that... Yeah, no, it, is, it was right at 10 years yeah. ago because I was doing some research for the new episode and it was right at 10 yeah. years ago. So it's, it's older. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I only know that actor from Boardwalk Empire. So when I saw it now, 10 years later, I was like, ooh, wow. And yeah. also I'm sure like Department of Defense, it seemed like he worked in like a cubicle. Like, yeah. So I'm sure that they also used makeup in in their favor there to kind of make him look a little bit more run down or whatever but uh definitely was aged right. and colton how can huh. people find your boardwalk empire podcast uh we're on all the major platforms um apple google um 
what was that? Uh, what's the new? One? I just got Spotify? it like, signed. Uh, yeah, Spotify. Yeah. I found out I have two listeners on Spotify. Nice. Thanks. You know, shout out to my listeners there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find us on all of them. It's just uh, search for bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Uh, Facebook, all of that. And Colton does something cool too, where he'll sort of pick something from the episode and like teach you about it. Like we do the break. And I just pull a funny line, Deborah saying fuck or something. Yeah. Colton will pull like a, like something from the episode and like like I think like last week you did like uh um like the history of trick or treating. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the, like, you know. like trick or treating didn't start until the nineteen twenties in the US, like which is when Boardwalk Empire takes place. Yeah. So Very cool. It was kinda interesting to learn about that. Like kids apparently were running around in Chicago with guns during the nineteen twenties, like dressed up. Yeah. I was like, okay, trick or treating's not the same anymore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. If you like history, so Yeah, no, it's definitely fun. Um, so we're here with Dexter, I guess, uh, let me get some to some things and we'll get back to Colton here. Uh, I'm a few episodes late on this, but I had mentioned a few episodes ago, the idea of, we got to a point in history where the iPhone could power, uh, has enough technological power to get to the moon. Okay. Uh, our friend David Green wrote in that, and he wrote this quite a few episodes ago that that started with the iphone 5s oh my god and if we're like quote unquote god. double from then yeah like you know uh if you if like if you go grab That's an iphone so 5 or 4 you see how slow it is yeah i have an iphone 5 sitting in my thing and just for the flashlight for like hurricanes when we lose power um and that thing is so small and tiny and the screen is like <laughs> already ancient and that shit's only like five years yeah. ago you know Nah. Um, so that's that. Another thing we started talking on Twitter. Uh, so there's a pool scene this episode. Why are you laughing? I'm not. <laughs> are you laughing at my mustache? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask. I got to get it out of the way really quick. Are you a, like allowed around like daycares and things like that? No, like, is I that have a to, possibility. Uh, okay. I'm I'm registered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. Okay, I'm really done. not. And anyway, because this is only a visual medium for the three of us. I decided I was wearing a beard for the longest time. I decided to shave and keep a mustache. Clearly, when Marissa kicked me out and I've been sleeping on the couch, I am not allowed to wear this, but I wanted to keep it on. Anyways. Um, I'm done. I'm, I've got it out. You're not. I know there's more coming. <laughs> um, there's a pull scene in this episode. Yeah. So we're kind of like, you know, the Dexter starts the first few episodes they do in Miami. Then they go to Long Beach. Okay. This here, they definitely came back to Miami to film this little quick pool scene. Oh. Um, but there's a pool scene in season five, episode two. It's how it kind of starts off. No spoilers, Colton. Um, uh-huh. So there's also a pool scene there. And we were like, I wonder if it's because he's wearing the same exact thing. Okay. And if it's like, they just reuse footage. Yeah. Because they do it once on this show. Um, I went back and compared. And the two pools, it looks so similar if you like, if you, if you're not, if you look at them two seasons apart, uh, but it is completely different pools and they very smartly like angle the camera so you don't see anything. Hmm. It's, huh. <laughs> it's only if, if people are wondering if, you know, um, we got that covered. Um, huh. Let's see. Okay. Colton, your experience with Dexter. So we've had, um, we had a guest on before who was pretty much like a Dexter veteran, uh, Colton, what is your experience with Dexter? Where are you on the um, Dexter scale? Uh, I started watching Dexter 
what I think season three. I think this was the first season I watched live uh-huh. uh, that we're on because we're on season three. Yeah, this is season three. It's season two. I'm on on uh, uh, Boardwalk. Season three, I started watching live, and then I could. Well, I couldn't watch it live. Live, I had to wait for the DVDs, right, and I right. would actually spend like a hundred. Oh god, oh, I'd spend a hundred dollars. Yeah. I would spend the hundred dollars to get the DVD set, and I'd watch them. But I would I would wait to and the day they would get released, I would go to the video store and I'd buy those DVDs. Um, so that's how I watched it live, I guess, kind of. But I never got spoilers or anything like that, which was really cool. And then um, I mean, I've watched it, I think, all the way through like twice. Yeah. Now the season. Oh, but see now. Oh, I'm saying that the very last season I was able to watch live because um, I had just moved to Houston and I was like finally making above like minimum wage. So I was like, <laughs> I can get, sh- I can get Showtime, and so I bought yeah. it. And yeah, I was like, I'm getting Showtime, and so I was able to watch the last season live, which was cool. You know, it's so insane, and it's not. It's literally ten years ago because this episode is 2008. The way Colton's talking about how he got to watch season three, it's already ancient. Yeah. Like he has a, yeah. it's already going like the, vi- the I, I don't think you could find the video store. You could find a red box. Yeah. You can't find, do you have video no. stores by you in Houston? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're fronts for other things. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 if you today, you wanted to go rent no. Dexter season three. No. I could go no. buy it for cheap at the thrift store. Go on Amazon. Yeah. Oh yeah. You go on Amazon. Honestly, though, yeah. you stream it. Like before yeah, we do well, anything, yeah. but if you had to like physically, if you had no internet access, I don't even know how you would get your hands on this without going to the store and shelling out. Isn't it crazy to think like what's going to happen in another 10 years from now? I mean, if I would have said 10 years ago, oh my God, look how cool this is. You could buy the entire season on DVD. I bet you 10 years ago we were like, what could we, where could we go from here? I know. You know? I know. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. It just—it's so funny because he's talking That's about what, not you know ten years ago, and I'm sure there's tons of people like Colton who oh, like yeah. bought the DVD. I bought the DVDs actually. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I I had the first three seasons on DVD, and I still have them. Uh, I have the first three seasons on DVD. It was the only way to watch them, and the Netflix had mm-hmm. just kind of started. Yeah. Um, damn, that's insane. <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, because I had Netflix, but you got to remember Netflix when it was first out, you couldn't get shows like this on Netflix. Sure. Like they didn't have those contracts and things like yeah. that. So I was like, I've got to shell out this money. So yeah. Did you ever have <laughs> Netflix? When it was just the DVDs? Like 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like the the cheapest plan was oh, like yeah. one disc at a time. Yeah. And you'd have like your queue. Yeah. yeah. And you can, ne- you can, I, I never got like a new release. I always got like older movies because the new releases you had to like having queue and they oh. like went by like, if you wanted to yeah, get like the Matrix wait. 3 or whatever, you had to like wait. I just remember thinking it was so cool that you got a DVD in like 48 hours. That, like I coolest, was like, oh my God. The coolest thing was like putting it in the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this. this and, is, and and just being like, this I is still, the future. <laughs> I can't believe that in two days I'm going to have a movie sitting here. Yeah, that was, I remember that was nuts. I think I remember like I do remember that. I think I remember like talking to my mom about it. Like, mom, you gotta get this thing. Like, you put it in the mail, <laughs> and then two days later, there's another one. You, you know? know. You know what's so funny about that? Like, if I would have told you, I remember very popular doing that in 2004. If I would have told you in 2004, in 15 years, you're gonna be able to video call someone, like we're doing with Colton right now. We're in Miami. He's in Houston. We're video conferencing. Yeah. It's like. Holy yeah. shit! And we don't even do this anymore. No, I know. It's already like Facetime's kind of already yeah. old. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know how much yeah. you Facetime, but I, never as much as we thought we were going no. to. You know, 
No, like I literally the only time I FaceTime is with like what we're doing right now, and then me and my co-host, if we can't get like together right. for whatever reason, we'll. Fa- that's the only time I ever use yeah. Skype, like doing this. Yeah, and the idea to no. a podcast fifteen years ago, I still don't get it. <laughs> I still, I still don't understand a podcast. I still don't understand it. What don't you understand? I don't get it. What don't you get? I kind of like not getting it. I like the. I like it. I'm not sure what there is to get. So what like, it's get? like our own radio station. It, it, sort of. Sure. You get. You get. Yeah. You could very much look at it like that. You got it. Look at you. Bye, George. Yeah. I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we could uh, get into oh, the yeah. episode finally. <laughs> um, our episode opens up with. I guess uh, some male bonding, so to say. Miguel and Dexter. Wait, are you going to ask me my primers? Marissa, what is your primers? <laughs> okay, so last week's episode was kind of like um, Miguel's test to Dexter. Bringing uh, can him you refresh Ethan, me what happened? Okay, bringing yes, Bringing him yes. Ethan, seeing if Dexter was going to take the bait. He did. So then this week's episode was kind of Dexter's test to Miguel of okay. bringing him Galt and seeing like, what's sure. he going to do? You know, it's kind of like they were both... Um, you know, testing each other. Um, I really didn't think that Dexter was going to be open about what he does with Miguel. Like, I thought that that was just going to be brushed under the rug and it was just going to be like, like, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. And I thought that that was kind of like just going to stop. And like, we were always going to think that Miguel kind of sort of knew. But when we opened and they were just talking about it, that was very surprising to me. Um and also, when they're talking about what Dexter does and how they could be a, a, a partnership and this like tag team and this and that, it sounds like they're either two 10 year old boys <laughs> or they're like adults, but like wasted. And like, listen to this, man. Like, we could get this guy to come down. Like, it just sounds so ridiculous listening to them talk throughout the episode of of their tag team partnership. And I'm like, are they wasted? Like, like these are literally conversations that you have when you're drunk and you think that you could like do anything. You know, I love the idea of a drunk conversation. Like, if like I was sitting there drunk with Colton, it's like, all right, dude, dude, listen, we're gonna kill someone. Yeah. But check this out. He's in prison. <laughs> and you're like, no, dude, dude, dude. No, 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 bro, bro. It doesn't work that way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That is literally Dexter and Miguel right there. In my, when they're out in, in like the barbecue area, I'm just like, wait, are they both wasted? That's so funny. Yeah, that's the, so those are my primers. I thought they were good. So That's, like, dude, that's a really good way of looking at yeah. this. Oh, my God. And then the whole episode, that's all I was thinking. And I was just cracking up the whole episode. I was like, dude, dude, all right, where, where are we going to bring him? Dude, dude, real, and then, and then real but, estate. But then Miguel, Miguel with the cigar, digame, digame. You're, you're so drunk that now you're starting to speak Spanglish. I'm ha- like you're, you're all, you're just all over the place. I'm happy ending the podcast right here. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm happy this being it. I want the episode ending just cold yeah. and laughing in the background and end it. That was my. We'll talk to you next week, everyone. That was my entire. <laughs> that was my theme. This whole episode. God, that was good. yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's really funny, man. Right up top. Good God, that was really good. I don't even. Want, I don't even want to talk about anything now because it seems so stupid compared to. Well, that. those were words of genius. Yes. Um, <laughs> man. All right. <laughs> I'm startled. Digame. Digame. Coño. Talk to me. Um, 
Dexter saying, how about a brewski? That was ridiculous. I feel like that's him just trying yeah. to fit in. That's like, a that's thousand percent him just trying to de- fit in. It, yeah, it's Dexter playing human. That's all that it's is. It's like he's seen someone else saying brewski and he's like, oh, how about a, uh, a beer? A brewski. Also, what was like the conversation? Like, hey, man, I'll pick you up. So Dexter goes to Miguel's, picks him up. They drive to the dock. They then get in the boat, drive the boat out to sea. They're fishing and they don't mention Bimini. Like, you know what I mean? No. I, I feel like you ease into it. Like, what? Yeah. I feel like, like ease how into awkward it. is that conversation? No, it's like, well, we're finally going to go out in the boat. And it's like, how's work? Ah, this and that. How's Rita? How's wedding? Ah, this and that. And yeah. all the time. And when you finally get there and it's, you know, hey, while I'm conveniently, metaphorically, thematically killing this fish, let's also talk about Ethan Turner. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Just like imagine that car ride. Like, yeah. so how's the weather? How's how about them dolphins? But I mean, I mean, while he's killing that fish is when he decides to like, you know, oh, I know. that's like under it's like obvious. Um, yeah. What do you call that? Symbolism? Symbolism. It's like obvious. Yeah. Like while he's killing the fish, he's brings up Ethan Turner. Yeah. Um, I think it's under because uh, Miguel sort of asked him, like, how did it feel? And I think it's so underrated how Dexter sort of picks it up on the fly. Because, like, he can't really say all that dark passenger shit where he's just like, I felt it in my... Yeah. The addiction and the the need. Right. He's just like, it felt like justice. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's all he, like, knew how to say, you know? Yeah. Is Dexter wearing a fanny pack? I wish. I think he is. No, I think it's like a holster for your fishing pole. Gotcha. Yeah. And that that hole is conveniently located. Uh, Colton, are you a big fisher, or do you fish? I've gone fishing a few times. I've done some like, um, like gone out like what they're doing, like open. I haven't ever done like deep sea or anything like that. Right. Yeah. I, when's the last? Have you ever gone fishing, Marissa? Yeah. When? Remember, I really wanted us to go fishing last. <laughs> oh, when we went to the other coast. Yeah. yeah. And the guy was like, "Well, you could get arrested if you don't have a fishing license." Oh, and you that... were literally just like, "Nope, we're not doing." Like, yeah. <laughs> nope funny oh see here like you can go to places and they'll be like you pay them like you literally get the fishing license before you get on the boat like they have like the guy there and everything like that and you're just like seven bucks here you go cool yeah yeah they made they were gonna make us go to walmart to get the license and come back to fish but that's the other co- oh, that's, that, that's the other coast of florida yeah and that was Myers. also like at a hotel yeah um so yeah i don't know but yeah it was weird and then miguel huh. miguel here sort of says you know they're talking about the idea of like killing and everything Miguel says, you know, together we can make a difference. And that's you and Colton drunk. That's, <laughs> that's all that is. Um, that is sort of the episode title. Yeah. Si se puede. Um, there was something else I was going to write here. Oh, Miguel mentioned Sil makes mango lime salsa. Mm-hmm. This is for like low-key hardcore Dexter fans. Rita also says the same thing, that she makes a mean mango salsa. Okay. Salsa just layered. Off. Just layered. Uh, Dexter back yeah. at his pool. Uh, I feel like this episode thus far has been the best way they've used Ghost Harry. Because, I mean, later later yeah. in the episode when he's, like, dressed up, it's, like, really funny. Yeah, that was funny. You know? But I think here, too, like, yeah. um, he's really challenging him with Miguel. Um, let me say this here because, I mean, this has only been, what, what are we on, the sixth episode? Yeah. Um, are we all in agreement that Harry is Dexter's deep subconscious. Like, it's Harry physically in Dexter's head, but it's really Dexter talking to himself? Or no? I think right? so. Yeah. I think I don't think it's... I think it's a mix. I think some of it is literally, like, the... the 
I think some of it is the wisdom that like Harry gave to him, and I think other parts of it is his Dexter's like yeah, what you're saying, his subconscious, his thing. Like, no, this isn't going to work. Like, you need to stop. Like, you know, it's it's survival instinct. Sure, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I would I would agree. That like it's yeah, like Dexter's fooling himself, saying yeah. it's Harry, but it's really like his it's own like paranoia. It's like the angel and devil kind of thing. Like in Dexter sure. talking to himself, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I basically have stuff split up into some of the Skinner stuff, a little Ellen Wolf and LaGuerta. I have the main plot line. We'll save that for the second half and then like sidebar stuff, like yeah. minor stuff with characters. Um, okay. Colton, what do you want to kick it off with? Sidebar stuff or the Skinner stuff? My my first notes on the Skinner stuff. So I kind of like, yeah, we could start with that if that's okay. Well, we saw poor Wendell from last week's episode, Sliced and Dice. A really bad one. Yeah. I was going to ask, because this is what I have in my notes. Is this the first kid that's killed on Dexter? Ooh. Well, if you consider... Because if you consider how the show starts off... Remember, like, Dexter's literally pulling kids' skeleton bones out of... I would say this is the first kid... Oh, yeah. I would say this is the first kid involved in the storyline. Okay. Because um, there's I, that kid in season five who stuck... I'm sorry, season one who stuck in the trunk. I'm trying to think of any others. I'd say so. I, I think I'm almost this is the only kid to ever be killed on the show. That's what I was going to say. Like, Because uh, I know there was the one from season one who was like the um, the, the psycho or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. That was in like the rehab. But, oh, um, Justin. Yeah. No. Zach. Wasn't it Zach? Is it that... I don't know. It's Meredith's son from The Office. Oh, my God. That's really funny. <laughs> um, no, I remember him. He was in the rehab. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was an adult. But I think when he... I think he's an adult, though. But me, I mean, right? maybe I like know. 18. I'm getting too much. He's a juvenile. Yeah. He's a juvenile because he gets released from juvenile prison. Um, what? Okay. Yeah. But either way, it's really... It's a, like it, it's really weird seeing like this 15-year-old kid I, like done up like yeah. that. Yeah, sure. Like, oh, shit. Uh, so we're going to get to a part later in the episode where Colton... One of Colton's former jobs, he's going to sort of... Um, how do I say? Give us some little insight. Interesting. Here... I want to give a little insight. No one ever dies like that. With their face, that grin he's making. Yeah. He's like I was going to ask. Yeah, there's like there's that doesn't happen. You have to you have muscles in your face. Like try smiling the entire day and your face will kill you. Right. That kid is making sort of like a yeah. face. You don't die like that. I'd even question if you even die from being skinned. But I I don't know enough about that kind of stuff, but I don't think you die from that. I think you die from infection and die from like Bacteria right. before you died from just solely but also being that would, skinned, and that would take like days. Sure, exactly. Weeks, maybe. Yeah, even. yeah. I don't think it, I don't like. I think if I just skin you, I, I, it'll fucking hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, um, but I don't. Th- I think you, you're closer to die from infection from yeah. like the blade and air than you would okay. than you would like your your skin. Because if even if he lost a lot of blood, they don't show that blood. Yeah. Um, and I think at a certain point, right. your blood would stop. Like you know, um. Let's move on here. I need to get back to my notes because I was trying to look up that kid from season one. Deb, um, Deb's finally using her brain, <laughs> and I'd argue it's the first person <laughs> in Miami, Miami Metro to actually use their brain. Yeah, she thinks someone's tailing right. her for the Skinner investigation. Um, and Deb and Dexter come together to sort of think it might be Ramon Prado. Uh-huh. Before uh-huh. we got to what actually happens, did you think it was? Ramon Prado. No. Mar- no, you knew. No. You knew this was like a total 
I just didn't... I mean, they come really close to making you think it's him. Yeah. Well, until when she mentioned that it could be him or that she's thinking it could be him, it, I guess it, like, put the spark in my head. But even still, it didn't seem to, like, totally click. And before before they mentioned it like before dexter said like well who even knew about wendello and and, you know and all that um i never had like ramon on my radar okay okay yeah uh deb heads to anton's and sort of pleads her case to him about what she thinks about all this and sort of sobs over wendell um how close are we here to deb and anton in the bone zone did you think they were gonna do it um that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, why is she going to his house all the time now? Sure. You I mean, know? she wants it. Uh, it's in a. I'm sorry. Okay, coming from my profession and everything like that that I've done in the past, it is so unprofessional. Like, what's going on? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I'm right. like you're going, you're going over there. Like, this is a CI. Like, this is no, you don't do this. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I completely removed the idea that she is a cop and this is a CI. Like. And it was always, let's meet here, let's meet there, where do you want to meet, you know, and, and picking these spots. And now it's like twice she's going to his house. Yeah. But, I mean, as you said, she wants it. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so Deb wants to tell Ramon and sort of brings this to Batista. Uh, did you find a little funny, or I don't know what the word is, the way Quinn overhears it? Oh, my God. Yeah. He literally was like saw Deb walk over to Batista and just like like instantly was like trying to be the no like yeah it was just ridiculous the whole thing was ridiculous yeah and what does he call what does he call Ramon I don't know what do you mean I Deb Deb was saying to Batista like I don't know it it's not that that far of a fetch and then all of a sudden it's like alf, like at a left field there's Quinn like yeah he's a fucking scumbag or something and it's like whoa like where like you were in this conversation the whole time yeah <laughs> yeah okay this is okay this is kind of in my notes you on this though they can't like because even when she's talking to Dexter I'm like okay y'all are sitting there but wait this is a cop he's this he's that you know can they really be doing this? As far as these people are all concerned, Dokes was a serial oh killer. Oh my god, true. Last season. And they're not even, that's not even clicking no. to them like, no, he can't be doing this. We've never had a serial killer that's a cop before. As far as they're concerned, they just got done with one of their best detectives getting done killing a bunch of people. So, I, I, don't, they should, I don't know how it's They should think everyone's the Skinner. <laughs> that's actually yeah. hilarious. Yeah. They like, should, I they should think, think LaGuerta's the Skinner. Yeah. Just be, they should think Miguel is the Skinner. Just because... Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that. They should but that's get totally clear right. first yeah. before. They should, yeah, they should literally just go around and every single person. We need an alibi from you, 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 you. <laughs> um, I, I think we've talked about we've talked last episode about how much my love for Miguel is. Yes, and I think the same way you like Dokes, I think I love Miguel. Oh my god, like triple that! Wow. Um, I tall, dark, and handsome. I see your type. All right. <laughs> You both have the mustaches now. <laughs> it's my Miguel mustache. Oh my god, that is why. Now it all makes sense, actually. Did you go as Jimmy Smith for Halloween? Is that what you oh did? My, he wishes that he was Jimmy Smith for Halloween. Oh, coño. He, coño, he wishes. What I was going to say oh is, god. as much as I love Miguel, I, I forget what the word is, equally and... And transversely, I don't know what the word is, hate Yuki. 
Yeah. Like as strong as my love for Miguel is, is as equal as my hate for this Yuki girl is. Yeah. I hate her so much. (laughs) I hate her so much. Like anytime she comes on the screen, and I'm with you, what you mentioned, I think it was like on episode two or three. Like I want to look her up and I want to be like making sure that she's not even an actress anymore because (laughs) I don't want to watch any. Any movie or TV show she's ever been in, like I literally hate this poor girl. <laughs> and I don't hate a lot. I don't. I know she's probably the nicest person in real life. Nope. I'm sorry. Whatever your actress name is, I'm not even gonna watch you in a movie. I'm gonna boycott. I don't even want to support it's... anything that you are in. <laughs> Yuki tells Ugh. Deb she has to wear a wire now, and and what we find out. Um, do you think Yuki is just this crazy? I guess I'm gonna only talk to Marissa here, only because. Just Colton as crazy knows. as what? Well, do you think she's... Because what we find out, like, she tells Quinn about, like, hey, you're being investigated. And Quinn's like, oh, are you talking about Yuki? It's like, yeah, we were a fling, whatever. So, like, do you think... Do you believe Quinn? Like, she's just trying to do this as sort of, like, a uh, uh, jilted ex? Or right. do you think, like, there's actually weight to it? You know, I feel like the entire season, I've been pushed into thinking and not pushed by by you like pushed by the series into thinking that something is up with Quinn that I know they had that that conversation in the elevator but I don't believe anything he says now because I just feel like I was pushed to the edge to think that Quinn is like up to no good so I don't even believe him so you think Yuki's telling the truth yeah like has nothing to do with love is. No, I mean maybe it does, but um, but no, I think that she's investigating him like for a purpose. Okay, yeah. Okay. We see Deb is tailing Ramon, Ramon, <laughs> right? And um, we see him sort of taking a suspect of sorts. Yeah, he's about to torture this dude, right? Let me say this, and then I could tell you want to say something about it. Seeing what he does, where, am I right in saying he shakes up a Coke bottle and sort of opens it up someone's nose? Yeah. I'd rather be skinned. Yeah. Literally, I'd rather be <laughs> I'd rather, skinned. Just skin me. I don't want, ever want that to happen to me. So maybe like three times in my entire life I've had where I was drinking soda and, <laughs> and you laugh so hard that some comes out your nose and yeah. it is the most painful thing in the world. It's like you yeah. go from living your best life, drinking soda, <laughs> laughing, to miserable. <laughs> it's so awful. And I, like I feel like like nails on a chalkboard like make people cringe. Like that scene is That's so. A tough oh scene. my god, that scene in, is so yeah. cringeworthy. Show where they fucking stab people and cut your cheek for. Oh, cut me up. That scene hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of the worst forms of torture yeah. I've seen. I know there's far more worse. Yeah. There, I know that. Um, that scene hurt. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so bad. Um, it's nice to see that Deb's like sort of the civil one about arrest arresting Ramon. Yeah, you know, because Quinn's like, I would have fucking fuck him, and Deb's like, well, you yeah. know, we find out through Quinn that Deb was the. Um, yeah. Well, I think we could um, cut out. I'll do like you know what. Let, let's do Laguerta stuff really quick. Um, okay. And we, we'll we'll sort of come back around to this the Skinner plot line. Um, Ellen Wolf is sort of adds a different layer to Miguel here because I don't think they've said much negative about Miguel yeah. up until this episode. Um, 
are first of all i love the 90s cliche of the loud answering machine hmm. and it just happens to be <laughs> saying the worst thing with the one person who should be there to hear it of course <laughs> you know but that was also last season Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Yeah. You could tell this is the turn. Oh, yeah. with Lila. You could tell this is the turn yeah. of technology. Yeah. Where we got away from that stuff. Um. But you know, they also say ex- they don't say, "Hey, Ellen, call me back." They say, "Hey, Ellen, thank you for all that Miguel info." Yeah. Yucka yucka. You know. Yeah. Um. So basically, she says that Ellen Wolf about Miguel that she likes to play. He likes to play fast and fast and loose with ethics. And sort of paints Miguel in this different light. Um, does your opinion of Miguel change from what Ellen Wolf says does? So I'm really curious as to know more about Miguel because you're right. Not any, no one has mentioned anything bad about Miguel. Everywhere he goes, he's given like free coffees, free food. Like everyone really seems to love him at the courthouse. They want to take pictures with him. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. they really love him. Right. They respect him. So I'm kind of curious to hear what Ellen Wolf has to say, what she knows about him also. But it also could just be prosecutor versus defense attorney. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it could be some of that too. Sort of like, X versus X, you know? No. Yeah. Like boy, ex boyfriend, ex sure. ex girlfriend. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. But it's just it's it's literally one. It's they're they're two different sides of yeah. the legal system, and you know they f- literally fight each other in court on a daily basis. Right. So Miguel is not going to show his best side to Ellen Wolf if yeah. that's his opponent. Yeah. You know, of course not. Uh, we're going to get back into the Ellen Wolf stuff as a. You know, once we see it in like sort of the main storyline, uh, Colton, do you have anything to add to just that little bit of Ellen Wolf stuff there? No, not really. I mean, other than I just don't really like her. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly all I can add. Like, and it's just it's just because of the, like how she's kind of coming off and stuff like that, you know. But I mean, I don't know. That's that's all. Yeah. The one thing that I that I do want to add though is that Laguerta can't get mad. I'm with you at Ellen Wolf. Because, no. dude, you gave her the information. Yeah. Whatever she does with it, that's like that's on you. Like yeah. you needed to think about that before you gave her that information. So for Lagorda to get so up in arms about it, yeah. and like, how dare you? How could you? That's like pretty out of line. Yeah, you know. Break. Deb talks about what she's going to buy Victor and Marissa for the wedding. You find anything interesting? A set of German steel fillet knives, a couple of straight razors, and like 12 pounds of human skin. Just be careful out there, will you? Yes, sir. And we're back. Hey! <laughs> damn, that was like the best one so yeah, it was far. Right. It's all right. Wow. Oh damn Well, Ooh. we are back from. <laughs> we're, we're, we're back from our break. Do you want to know something even sadder? Well, uh, I'll give you one thing. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god! Do you want to redo it? All right, let's no, redo it. No, 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 let's redo it. No, let's redo it. No, 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 we have no, to redo no, it now. No, we have to. I had the Spanish translation of how do we say. 
And we're back, or we are back. Oh. No, it's all right, guys. It's okay. Just keep it rolling. Wow. Just, you know. God. Yep. That was brutal. Thanks, guys. That was Colton's idea. He said, please nope. let it me do a the mustache. <laughs> it was the mustache. So we're back with uh, part two of the podcast. We have, um, basically, I have some sidebar stuff, and then I think we could get into like the main plot of sort of what goes on. Uh, some sidebar stuff. We learned that Camilla of season one fame and a little guest spot in season two is sick. Marissa, did you remember her? Yes. You know who she was as soon as they said the name? Yeah. Okay. I love how Camilla's like, all my life I've been searching for. And Dex is sort of going on this like fairy tale with her. And he's like, yeah. the meaning of life. <laughs> She's like, no, key lime pie. I know. <laughs> um. So the best key lime pie... Yeah. Is from Publix. And I'm not just saying that. We are not sponsored. Do you have a, do you a Publix by you, Colton, or no? No, but no. I know uh, when I went to go visit uh, some friends in uh, Florida, when we were in Orlando, totally went to a Publix because I'd heard all about it. Oh, yeah. It's oh, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> so best key lime pie ever is from Publix. But it is funny because when you go down to the Keys, every single restaurant, coffee shop, everywhere you go, best key lime pie in Florida, best key lime pie in the Keys, That's best funny. key lime pie. And um, Publix is more than like more than not better. Is it real? Is it authentic? I believe so. Yeah. I, it can't be. There's no way they can mass produce key lime pie. I feel like the best key lime pie. It's the best. <laughs> okay. At least you're not biased, you know. No. That's the best part here. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of key lime beer. I don't think I've ever had a key lime. What? Huh? Key, key lime beer? Yeah, like Colton. I, I, key lime beer is what's up. I I, I probably what? I probably yeah. sent you it honestly. Oh, you did send yeah, me one. Now yeah. that you're saying that, that's right. Yeah. I thought that was just like a one-off thing that you had. No, so wait, there, there's like multiples. Yeah, like almost any f- local Florida beer will have really? like their like lager that like with key lime in it, whatever. The key lime, no way. The key yeah. lime funky Buddha beer. I don't know if that's the one he sent you or not. I am. Oh still... my god! No. Oh, I, I don't know if I sent them because that's a sour. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But but I don't like sours, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's I'm still really dreaming good. of having that beer again. <laughs> huh. Um. Uh, I think in season two, I had said we had the most disgusting moment in Dexter. Where Dexter sort of had like spittle on his lip and he like woke up. Uh huh. I think this takes the quote unquote cake here. Yeah. Um, of just as disgusting. Takes the pie. Uh, the key lime oh. pie. Uh, mm. Camilla's little spittle. Does that gross you out as much as it does yeah. me, Colt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then she's like, and I understand she's supposed to be dying like at all of that. Like she's really sick. But like when she's drinking the water, she's like, <clears throat> I was just yeah. like, oh, oh God. Yeah. I had to like hold it down. I was like, oh. I could take all the killing. I could take all, oh I, like, all of that. None of that bothers me. That spittle. Oh. Can't wait for you two to become fathers. That, no, that's not. No, no. Spittle from a baby is a, a million times. Listen, mm. I'll change I will a vomit ba- on my baby when it spittles on me. <laughs> I will vomit on it. <laughs> Poor Meg. And, and, and we're saving, two we're, babies we're to saving clean this up for unborn, yeah. uh, unborn Colton's child, and we're playing this back for them. No, hold on. There's a huge difference between. All right, so let me tell you this. Is there not a huge difference between a newborn pooping their pants and. Yeah. Yeah. It's way different. Um, Dex brings her yeah. a key lime pie. It's unworthy of her liking, and um, 
I don't want to say too much, so I'm going to leave. I'm going to close this out here. If either of you have something to say. Nope. No. Uh, the other sidebar I have is uh, Batista acts out Gianna. And Batista just sort of... I'm sorry. Gianna just sort of leaves it open just enough. So Batista, you know, playing hard to get almost Gianna. But she's not that hard to get because she's yeah. clearly saying, hey, come get this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so... In the most ridiculous thing, I think, and I've nitpicked the shit out of this show. Yeah. This plan by this cop Gianna to set up Batista with this, let's call it prostitute. Okay. Is the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened on this show. Mm. And I'll explain why. So okay. To set it up, this prostitute, Batista's outside Miami Metro, and... This prostitute comes up to Batista and says, hey, uh, I'll do this for a ride. And he's like, ah, call it Coab. And he gives her money. She goes off. Turns out we find out it was Gianna behind it. And, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, am I setting yeah. it up enough? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- anything you guys have to say about that before I get into how stupid this was? I definitely thought it was stupid. And the fact that Batista denies her within what? He didn't even back out of the parking lot and Gianna's already calling him like, you know, and he was like, Oh, I passed the test. How do you know? I just didn't like redheads or whatever, you know, but it's like, I don't know. There, there's literally a sign between them that says parking for Miami Metro only there. It's not even feet. It's footsteps away from the police station. Yeah. Like I know still hooking. I well, I know, I know Batista was really dumb in going to a hotel with a prostitute, but how much dumber is it? That you're going to pick up a prostitute outside of the police station? Like, they're in the police parking lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's true. Like, like, couldn't Batista arrest her? I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it also goes back to, though, of, like, how can Gianna even entertain this? This would be like if you started dating someone and was like, hey, I might want to date this person. Like, hit them up on Instagram and see if they respond to you. And yeah. if they don't, clearly they're, like, a yeah. good person. Yeah. No! Like, that's... <laughs> that You have to, like, test them out before you could date them? Like, I that's can't, insane. I can't believe they didn't work this out better in the writer's room. Yeah. Because when it got to this point where they filmed it, like, it's this is cute. fucking stupid. Right, it's it's just like a sleazy... Yeah. Like, yeah. listen, I want to date you now because you clearly turned down hookers. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was... <laughs> I just, I just think it was so dumb because in between the two of them, there's a sign that says parking for Miami Metro only. Like, they're, they're outside of the police station. Yeah. No, yeah, it was I definitely don't. super dumb. Yeah. God, whatever. Okay. Nah. Let's get into the fun part of the episode. Dexter wants to test Miguel of how much he wants in on this serial killer life, so to say. Um, Dex purposely gives Miguel a difficult kill. And it's sort of totally working for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, I would say, like, Dexter clearly didn't see or understand Miguel's loyalty. Because Miguel's, like, sort of throwing up every roadblock of why it won't happen. Yeah. And then, like, he himself sort of, like, barrels through them. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but something, like, to the idea of, like, oh, God, I can't come over. Oh, no, like, are you are you free Friday? Like, knowing damn well the person is not free yeah. Friday. But then just being like, oh, I'll cancel plans to be with you. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, so while they're setting up this kill, so to speak, um, anything there when he's they they're sort of formulating the the plan in Dexter's apartment. We see we see we kind of bring this Clemson Galt, who is this week's 
kill of the week, so to say. And um, we see like he's a, clearly a bad dude. He's a, a Nazi, a white supremacist, whatever you want to call it, right? Right. Colton, they're drinking a Red Stripe here. Have you ever had Red Stripe? Because I don't think yeah. I ever have. It's okay. It's um, it's okay. I probably have. You have? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I've had it. It's, uh, but it's all right. Yeah. What were you gonna say? So, um, again, I just them formulating this whole plan and this whole plot in the apartment. It just seems ridiculous. And it's kind of like you see Dexter in his head being like, yep, that's what I thought. Like, Miguel wasn't going to do it. Wasn't going to fall for it. And then Miguel was just like, I won't let you down. No problem. Like, whatever you need, you know? Right. And it's like, and then you see, like, Dexter being like, whoa, what? What did you just say? You know? But it's just insane. The whole thing's crazy. They, like, literally to risk everything. Sure. Well... Okay, and so one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting in this, well, not interesting, like, it's kind of weird to me, Now I, I I messaged Victor on this, is, so they're going back and forth talking about setting up this kill, right? And Dexter's, like, giving up these roadblocks and stuff like that, where M- Miguel clearly knows Dexter has killed at two people, right? Yeah. And he's, like, sitting there, uh, kind of, and I have it in my notes, he's kind of using Dexter, like, Dexter is his tool, it's his... You know, like it, I don't. I don't mean that. Like he thinks of Dexter as just like at his ever, wi- you know, whimsing call and stuff like right. that. But they're talking about like, well, he's this. Um, this guy's this bad dude. He's done this. He's done that. How? And I know this is probably a nitpick. I don't understand. But how does Miguel not put two and two together and be like, hey, Dex, were you the Bay Harbor butcher by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> at no point does it even like come close. Yeah. Because um, like he's literally describing the Bay Harbor. Like I, I don't know. Like. And it's because Miguel's obviously a very intelligent person, you know, like the stuff he's putting together, the things he's planning out. I just don't see how he doesn't connect it. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, no, you're it totally right. Of, it was it was weird to me. Yeah, it would be like I don't even want to bring up other crimes for it to happen to. But if there was imagine like there was this huge killer in Miami, you know, it was like taking over the news. And then you like, you know what I mean? Like you would totally yeah. be like, you would make jokes for months. Right. Like this person's the Bay Harbor Butcher. This yeah. Person, like, you know. Right. Um, and for him to be so close to Dexter and not at any point. Sort of like, I don't know if it's like show logic or like a plot hole. I don't know. Like, yeah. What, maybe they're one in the yeah, same. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Uh, regarding the timeline of this show, and I should start the episode with it. Where where we are, we are September 29th to October 1st here. Okay. And yeah. this show starts out, I'm sorry, this season starts out the beginning of September. So when you think about, there are less than three weeks from the start of, right? They're, really? They're, they're, they're closer to almost two weeks because Miguel and Rita and Syl, they don't all meet until like the next few episodes. Okay, that's making me question a whole lot more stuff then. Well, yeah. imagine Syl's like, come work real estate. Yeah. What if Rita's terrible? Like, what if all, like, you know, it's so odd how quickly... All of this comes yeah. together, you know. Um, yeah, this that's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, there's it's, a lot of stuff now that's like going on in my head about this. I'm like, okay, wait, wait. I didn't realize it was that short of a time period. Like, because now, like, I'm looking at the Batista and all of that with meeting this girl, and I'm like, wait, so you're willing to like essentially over the course of not even a week, you're gonna forgive him from about to sleep with a prostitute? That's true say, too. Hey, man, yeah. I'll go. I'll go on a date with you. I understand that happened six and a half days ago. It's cool. Like, <laughs> like I've saved your I, career and your life. Yeah, 
I think I want to date you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dexter and Miguel are, oh my God. I guess we could say now, drunk game planning. Yes. Uh, how to go about <laughs> this kill. Um, like I have here, uh, the way you like Dokes is the way I like Miguel. Um, I love Miguel swatting all of Dexter's attempts. Like, nah, you can't do this. Can't kill someone in prison. Then you have this coming to this. Because he has, like, the plan already, like, formulated. Yeah. Um, like you said, he, like, has his cigar. And he's just like, nah, Dex, you can't do this. Ah. Yeah. But I love like is literally like his hand swatting. <laughs> and it was this scene where Miguel has his cigar and you literally looked at me and said, all you want to do is hang out with Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I just, I saw it. Oh, God, I love Miguel. I look like the the five-year-old kid who wants to have a mustache because his dad has one. That's you right now. <laughs> I know. You're that's the five-year-old kid and Jimmy Smith is your father. <laughs> Um, so we see Dexter and Miguel are at the courthouse and we learn a little bit more about this Miguel and Ellen Wolf thing. Miguel is sort of aggressive towards Ellen, if I could say that lightly. Lightly, yeah. I mean, he's just like, this fucking did it. Yeah. You know? Um, and he, I think he says the thing, of, what is that called where the, it's supposed to say the, the, the court sees no color or anything and that the thing is blind. Justice is blind. Right. Um, like Lady Justice? Is that her yeah, name? Lady, yeah. Lady oh. Justice is blind. She's there to hear the facts only. Right. And Miguel's like, you know, you know why she's blind? Because you don't have to see all the shit Ellen Wolf does. Yeah. Like, Damn. Yeah. Um, um, what do I have here? The connection. Oh, so like Dexter and Rita are sort of talking about, you know, Rita's going to like get hired by Syl and... You know, it's I think it's adorable slash hilarious how Dexter and Reed are talking about the same exact thing, like almost going into business with yeah. Miguel and Sill. But they're mm. also talking about completely different things at the same time. I didn't even put two and two together. But yeah, you're definitely right. Like It's kind of adorable, but it's also like God. And it's also like, you know, there's there's a point I think we're getting to a later where I love the line from Harry when he's like, no matter how close two people are, there's like an infinite world of difference between yeah. them yeah and like that's almost like exactly what that scene is yeah because you, yeah. you read, read is even like you know you, you you can hide a lot of stuff but you can't hide it from your partner you know and it's like why would you want to like you know it's dexter's like how, how much dexter is hiding you yeah know? the breakout scene i guess i'll let colton go here because I guess, Colton, I'll I'll, I'll sort of let you introduce why I'm going to toss it to you here. I guess to give a quick recap, Dexter and Miguel break this guy out of prison to essentially kill him. And I guess, Colton, I'll let you take over here. And I guess to the realness or or however you want to go about your experience with this scene, um, because I think it would be interesting to hear. So, okay. So when I first graduated college, I was a, um, I was a correction. I say prison guard. The technical term is correctional officer. I, that's just, that's a whole nother thing. But anyways, I was, I worked for the prison system as a correctional officer for two years. When we would have people that would go from our facility to county jail to testify, which is what they're doing. Miguel mentions, I've already put in the paperwork. That's called a bench warrant. And what that is, is county will come and pick up an inmate from the prison system and transport them to the county jail. And the county jail will then hold them while they're there to testify. Now, where I have like some issues with this is 
so one now like I said this is at a county jail so it's kind of I don't know exactly what their protocol would be but I would hope it would be kind of the same thing that we would have at a prison one they're allowing Miguel in like just all on his own like our wardens couldn't even get into a unit yeah, without like no going shot, through a shake. Right? Yeah. yeah, like you go through a shakedown. The head warden goes through a shakedown whenever they go into a unit. Can so I, the fact that he brings in a key, I'm like, okay, that's I'll, – I'll let it go. Hey, they're, they're infatuated with them, whatever. I'll let it go. I'll follow the code, you know, whatever, right? Can I, can I ask a question? Would, would yeah. the president, the current president, be allowed to go through? No. Untouched? Yeah, no. yeah so, so fuck so fuck Miguel being allowed to go through. No, because like when the unit I worked at, we had the governor at that time, the governor of Texas come in, and when he had to go through a shakedown. Wow. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. You just that's what happens. So let's just say they're infatuated, whatever. Okay, fine. I'll I'll let that little thing, you know, go. Then when they're going through their ex- the escape. Okay, Dexter, and then, you know, they get inside the car. I lost it on that because literally when there's an escape happening, happening, right? Like uh, the unit I worked at, we had an escape at one point, okay? Everything goes on lockdown. Like everything is on lockdown. All movement is 100% ceased. It doesn't happen. Uh-huh. You bring in every single person and they're monitoring things. The last thing that's allowed to happen is a vehicle is allowed to leave. Yeah. The very, that is you, no, there is no vehicles in or out. Him in there, I'm going to go around. No, that would never happen. <laughs> Like, no, okay, our wardens are walking around. No, everybody walk. You're not allowed to have a vehicle move anywhere because, and even if a vehicle does move, like say they bring in like a patrol car or something like that, they actually have these mirrors on wheels and stuff like that, and they're scanning every single part of that vehicle before it goes anywhere. Like, wow, I was just, I lost it on that. I was like, this is not how this would go, but okay, you know, like. And, and, and you're right because they kind of make it seem like like oh shit, we weren't expecting this, but M- Miguel, you're cool. Meh. Like you know, like yeah. yeah, yeah, you're the assistant DA, whatever. And by the way, have you ever, ever known the assistant DA to be like this? No. Uh, it, like no. Does the assistant DA have that much rock power where you're like, I want to take a picture with you? No. Right. No. Like I, and like I'm saying, like maybe I mean I don't even know how many ADAs like Harris County alone has. You know, like yeah, yeah, you have your you have your district attorney, right? I I, I I should know our district attorney's name. I actually don't even know our district attorney's name anymore. But no ADAs, we uh, you have hundreds, you have hundreds of ADAs. That's you know, so you got to think about it. I think I think they can't like by law their caseload. They're not supposed to be over like a certain percentage or something like that. Something like I think it's like. Oh man, something like like three thousand or five thousand cases a year. They can't handle more than that technically. So you have to have that many people there presenting case. Uh, yeah, it's yeah no yeah. <laughs> so basically, this scene is pretty true to life. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It was totally. This is how it happened. So. Uh, uh, so this breakout sort of starts right at at Dexter's place, and this is where we get like Ghost Harry dressed as Dexter. Yeah, uh, which Very I just cool, completely love. Right. Right. Um, and I like that he's sort of his own conscious is like kind of like putting nerves into him. I can't believe how much it never hit me until you started saying it, Marissa. How much they're both risking? Yeah, like they're already mm-hmm. so deep into it. Like who has more risk? Miguel. Yeah, Miguel. Right. Like yeah. Well, yeah. God, just how dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is like a drunk plan. But then they went ahead with it. <laughs> Well, and then and it was cool watching like what you were saying with Harry. Like that was probably my one of my favorite scenes of this episode 
when especially when he goes and he steps in front of Miguel's like the car. Well, we don't know at that time, you know, what car it is. Like watching him do that, like telling Dexter, like I think that's the most nervous we've seen Dexter like this season at least, where he's just like about to like I need to get out of here. I I'm about to get caught. Like this is a setup. Like everything going through his head, which is what Harry's saying. I yeah. really love that. Like it, it was so nice to see like this. I, like I said, I, that's always kind of like looking at it that Harry's kind of his survival instinct. You yeah. know, like it's that fight or flight inside of him. And he's about, instead of doing fight, he's about to do flight. He's about to run for it. But, you know, and then we find out it, that's not what's going to happen. So, yeah, I, I was going to say going into it, I love how Miguel is going into it like high and mighty. And Dex is just going to sort of like fill his addiction. But yeah. how much tension they pack into it. Like, I want to say me and Colton know what was going to happen. Was it anywhere as tense for you? Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. I remember actually believing Harry and Dexter like, you got to give it up. Like, yeah. he, that's it. He totally mm-hmm. sold you out. Yeah. Because you don't know. I'm pretty sure you don't know that part of the plan is the breakout. Like, you don't know it's going to be all hands on deck. Right? Like they never what do you mean Miguel and Dexter never say, Hey, part of the plan is I'm gonna drive around when there's like a prison break. But that wasn't the plan because there was never supposed to be the prison break. No, it clearly was a part of the plan. They just never told you it, right? Colton? No. Yeah. Because that guy that guy goes to bring Yeah, but I think that's part of like saying like, Oh, oh wait, wait. Like kind of just to bite, give him enough time and Miguel to not seem I see. I never. I don't, think, I don't think Miguel freestyled there. I think that was all part of the plan because Miguel uh, Dexter comes up to him like, "Hey, I'm gonna take you," and then he brings him right to that side and he M99s him right there. And that's when Miguel is like, "Hey, you guys go that way. I'm gonna go circle around," and he comes right there. I guess I didn't take that as being. So you think that what? what all right. So let me. I guess rewind. What did you think the plan was gonna be? I thought the plan was gonna be that the guy escapes. The they they leave the door. The dead bull was gonna be taped open. Dexter was going to be in the parking lot. I thought Dexter would take him in his car, leave, and then do the whole Dexter M99 kill scene, whatever. I didn't I didn't think that the breakout was a part of the plan at all, especially for like as detailed as they went into the plan right. at the apartment, at the barbecue outside, talking about it, planning it. How could they like leave that out? I kind of I agree with her because... Uh, the one deputy is going into the back, and Miguel's trying to stop him. Yeah, I, and you I agree see with that. Like I, Miguel, nervous. I don't think that that was a part of the plan. So you think Dexter was supposed to leave with him? Yeah, that's what he yeah. says. He goes, "The deadbolt's going to be taped open, and you can you can go leave with your friend." Well, he was going to leave regardless. Yes. Yeah, but he said you you'll meet him out there. Hmm. I, I always took this scene as Dexter's paranoia. Like, I, I always took that it was all part of the plan, and Dexter's paranoia was just sort of like, yeah, no, I, see, 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 and then it's like, oh, whatever. No, Anyways, I didn't think it was a uh, part um, of the plan. When, when Miguel walks in, they make this Clemson Galt to be like the most vile human. Just super white supremacist. Yeah. Shit. Like that's all that's that's all he is, you know. Like I dealt with them when I was a prison guard. That's that's and to be honest, like dealing with him like as a prison guard, like hearing like him how he talks, that's really like honestly, like you'd be walking down like runs and stuff like that. Like uh, oh sorry, runs hallways and things and it's just like, Oh god, just shut up. Like you yeah. hear Yeah. 
Yeah, they just make him like so like vile. Um, I guess we sort of talked about already, but, like the moment of truth when sort of the breakout happens and Michelle, um, like when he's just sitting there with Clemson. Is his first name Clemson? I think so. Yeah, it's a cool first name. Um, yeah, like like you know, Colton kind of said already, like how just like he's telling in his head, he's like telling Harry, "Stop, stop." And it's like, you know, uh, for for sort of Miguel, um, is was it a huge relief for you once he like Miguel lets Dexter in? Yeah. Like it's sort of like the, whew, yeah. like, you know, finally. Our episode sort of ends with Clemson Galt on Dexter's table. And I think it's funny, like they still are packing like the tension in with this final scene. Yeah. Because like they, the way they set it up and huge nitpick here but the way they set it up is like miguel shows up and he's about to walk into this house and dexter's about to kill him and you think miguel's sort of walking into the same house colton's laughing why the mustache I, I, no <laughs> <laughs> no because I, I i if if you're gonna say what i think you're gonna say i was thinking it while i was watching it it's it's a nitpick on my why why did he park in the front of the house well and, and it's like let me slim the door and hey you know this miguel prado who can't go over without town without getting a free beer or free anything let him just see walking into this random desolate so house funny. <laughs> like that, that was how i looked at it. i was like <laughs> you are this is horrible like uh yeah no i agree and they make it a point that Miguel can't even walk the streets without being noticed. Yeah. So he's going to park on this block. And it's like he's not even like parking and then walking a few blocks. Right. And he has he has, also has a bright white slice blue shirt on. And again, maybe you're not supposed to look that deep into it. But when you're sort of like talking about this whole plan and everything, you're just sort of like, why would he fucking park there? Yeah. And furthermore, yeah. why don't they just make it like he's walking up a driveway? Why do they have to show him parking, driving? It's little stuff like that that bothers the shit out of me. Anyways, um, I, I think this is sort of like, I, I couldn't compare it to anything else besides like the Dark Knight. I don't know if either of you remember it. When the Joker gives two different addresses. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you know, and like Dexter definitely like sort of, he had two addresses, like, you know, and he gave one to Miguel. Um, I, I think it's like sort of the same thing here. Like, you know, no matter how close Miguel and Dexter, I keep going back to that line that Harry says, like, no matter how close two people are, there's an infinite distance between them. And like Dexter sort of saying it here and like his voiceover, like, no matter how close me and Miguel are. Like, this is something he'll never be a yeah. part of, you know? Like, no matter how close they're going to get, and they're going to kill together and barbecue and fish together, he's never going to see this side of yeah. me, you know? And I, you? I really... And you've mentioned before about how the voiceover can kind of dumb down the show. Sure. There's, there are times like this is where I love the voiceover. It's perfect. I'm so with you. Like, I love what he's saying because it's, you know, Miguel, as Miguel's walking through the house and he's like, like talking about how he won't ever experience it. And then you see the realization because he's like, I'll explain to him this. I'll explain to him that. And yeah. you see the realization. Miguel feels like he's being betrayed now, whereas Dexter was the one thinking he was betrayed earlier. We're seeing, you know, the, I guess the, the roles reverse. And it's so it's a really powerful thing to like see that and then hear the voiceover. I, I, I really like that. Like I'm in full agreement. Like I love the voiceover in that final scene. Um, Can I say Miguel got got? Yeah. Yeah, I but I don't know if Miguel takes it so personally. He oh, definitely doesn't. I, yeah. Oh, you disagree? I think he does. The look on his face is like you just took his puppy and kicked it. <laughs> like, 
Damn. Like, that's like really like, I don't know, like the way that I look at him, he's just like, he was looking forward to this so much. He wanted to experience this. He wanted to be, as, as he, you know, what he was saying, like, this is, I'm finally making right what I wish I could do as a district attorney. Right. And I think that he is like, I put all of my trust into him. I know what he's doing. And this is how he rewards me. Like, I, I don't know. That's how I took it. You know, the only reason why I disagree is because the way Miguel smiles when he says Dexter. Yeah. Like he's sort yeah. of like it's almost kind of like like uh, uh, someone like left a present for you, except he deliberately did not get a present for him. Just the way he's kind of like, huh, like Dexter was going to take me this far, but he wasn't going to take me to this point. The present and he opened it up and there was nothing inside. Basically, it, basically. <laughs> I think like. Um, Miguel was disappointed for sure but I think that he just in his head he's maybe just going through like okay like we're we're making strides but like we're just like not all the way there yet and more so Dexter's not all the way there yet than Miguel like Miguel's right getting ready to divorce Sill and marry Dexter like right, you know yeah. uh, <laughs> Dexter's the one that like needs a little bit more time to kind of warm up fully right. that's how I took it right okay Colton do you want to do any spoiler talk after I don't know if you had anything I know I hadn't mentioned it to you yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, that sort of ends our episode. Um, oh, I got my last line here that Dex is full on board with Miguel now. Dexter has... Oh, okay. Do you think... I guess, Marissa, this is for you. Do you think Dexter ever lets Miguel fully in? That's a good question. I guess I never... I never thought of it. Um, I guess at this point, Miguel is more in than out. Sure. So, like, at this point, it's almost like you might as well just let him in. Yeah, right. Because he knows so yeah, much yeah, already. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, I, I have a prediction. Oh, oh, we oh. need a siren. It's like the worst prediction ever. Let's hear <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that was good, actually. <laughs> it's like the worst prediction Let's ever. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, <laughs> it's so bad I can't even say is it. it. Bad? Is it worse than my mustache? Yeah. <laughs> actually, um... <laughs> What if Miguel's the Skinner? Whoa. Real bad. Why is that bad, though? Well, because... So, I was trying to think of, like, who is the Skinner? And then um, Dexter says, when they were doing Wendell Owens, like, well, this guy has done this before. He knows what he's doing. It wasn't, it wasn't like, his first time, whatever. And then you see Miguel, like, doing the fish. And obviously not that filleting a fish is the same as skinning human beings, you know? Um, and Miguel's just like super into all of this. So that was my prediction. It's not, it's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, that would be crazy. And then I was like, it's probably not going to happen though. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Any other thoughts from you on this episode, Marissa? Colton, any thoughts on this episode before we get into some spoiler talk? Uh, no, other than it's good episode this is like what this is halfway right isn't there yeah i guess this is our this is our halfway point after this we got uh six weeks left yeah yeah it's a good so it's a a nice middle episode it's you know a a big uh, i can't even say the term but a big accumulation i'm probably saying that wrong of events you know yeah yeah yeah, i like it there's a lot of different things going on you know it's one of the hard words to say what linoleum i can't even say linoleum oh you can say it say it linoleum Damn it. All right. Never mind. I'll talk to you next week, everyone. Oh, Bye. Wait, I just, oh, 
I just wanted to uh, one more time, uh, Colton. We're gonna do some more spoiler talk, but Colton's podcast, Bootleg and Borwick Empire podcast. Um, I'll have a link for it on the show notes. Colton, anything else you want to say about your podcast before we go into spoiler talk? Uh, not too much other than just deal with us as we get drunk and talk about the HBO series Boardwalk yes. Empire and Agent Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> and Milk Toast and all that. And, and Agent Gr- we have our own we have our own storylines that we're developing. So and I feel about it the same way I feel about Yuki. Um, I get just <laughs> as furious. Stay tuned for some spoiler talk. If you don't want to be spoiled, uh, we'll talk to you next week with episode god seven easy as pie nice limonium god damn it so we're back with spoiler talk and in between uh part two of the podcast and this part me and Colton were talking off mic um I guess let's this is should be fun for people who may forget but then forget how we get there you were talking with your wife regarding on who is actually the Skinner right and who do you remember who it was I remember it's the uh, I don't remember his name but I remember it's the uh tree he's a tree cutter right um, right cuts the palm tree tree trimmer right yeah. So that uh, his name was George Washington King. He has this totally American name. But okay. You can tell he's I forget. I think he's Venezuelan or something. Yeah, I was about to say. I remember him being like a little like Hispanic guy. Yeah, we met him already. He was in one of the episodes right. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like episode one or two or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So what's interesting about that and how the show subtly tells you he's the Skinner without ever telling you, and we'll get to the idea of him being the Skinner. The the uh, the the scenes where there's a Skinner victim, it always starts with a crane shot. Like it, uh, camera always starts out super high of the trees, and it always pans down. Oh, um, yeah. And what's funny about that is I don't think they do that with the Skinner victim from last week. Uh, now you were saying okay. how it's really dumb how he comes out of nowhere, right? Like- and let's. I'm sorry, and couple that with what Marissa's prediction was, that it's Miguel. Uh, I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead. What were you going to say about that? Well, so one of the issues I have with this season, and I, because I completely forgotten Jimmy Smith was in this, and then, like, I I remember him in the show. I'd forgotten they were, it was this season. Right. And me and my wife were talking because she was asking, she was like, now, who is the Skinner again? And I was like, well, he's the tree trimmer. She's like, yeah, I remember that. She's like, but who is he? And I was like, well, he's a tree trimmer. And then, like, I was thinking about it, and, I, and she's like, no, but how is he connected to anybody <laughs> in this? And I was like, He's not. Uh, he <laughs> From what trees. I remember, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's a treat. Like I just like you're right. I was like, that's why I think that's one of the reasons I don't like because season one, he's a big character, right? Like, sure, the sure. Reveal. Season two, it's obviously a huge character because it's the main character. Sure. And then ne- next season, we could get into that. It's awesome, right? Right. And it's just like it's just one like just like, he's like just a random serial killer who. And I, and I I don't remember exactly how it gets to this, but like then all of a sudden, how does Miguel find out who he is? And it's just like I, I I can work with you and I can do this. Like wait what? Like it's just like I don't know. It's like everything that kind of how this whole thing ends. It just always left a really bad taste in my mouth. 
I think Dexter has the strongest relationship of the seasons thus far with Miguel. Like that, that storyline yes. is super intriguing. One oh, of the awesome. reason, one of the reasons why this this season gets knocked is because of that. Like you're, they're hyping it up. This Skinner, it's like holy shit, who is it going to be? And then you find out it's this random dude. They don't ever tell you how Miguel knows the Skinner. It's just there's a there's a scene where Miguel and Dexter are yelling at each other on a roof, yes. and Miguel gets a phone call and he knows it's it's this guy George King, and they don't ever tell you how they found out together. Okay, um, so they don't. I didn't think they did. No, and, and I, I'm I'm willing to be proved wrong. I'm pretty sure it's until after a scene you see like that binocular yeah. vision is there, and Miguel calls him, and it's like, oh shit, he's the Skinner, and you know that's that. So then, my question is, why did the Skinner choose the kid from this season, this episode? So what's happening is the Skinner, Freebo owes the Skinner money. So the Skinner is going after every single person who may know who who knows where Freebo is. And he's just killing them because he wants his money. Because like the setup is like, and it's like ironic because Miguel tells the Skinner, Dexter knows where Freebo is. And it's like, he's actually that's the only right. one who knows. Right. Okay, that's right. It, Wait, so then why does Freebo owe a serial killer money? Now I'm getting into like, I'm going, I'm going to be chasing <laughs> rabbits, okay? It's, I think it's drugs. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just drugs. He okay. owes him money for drugs and George King was a drug seller and Freebo owed him money and then that was it. You know, it was just, it's as simple that as that. That is a weak ass storyline. I'm it's sorry. It's a totally <laughs> deflating balloon. The way the season ends, it gets masked a little bit with the wedding. Right. Um, but he's just, it, it, it's not, it's not as close as great as the other seasons. And it's funny because what we lead into next season, it's like, holy fucking shit. You right. know? Um, like, oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I can't like wait. we were, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for next season either. Uh, I think it's really fun how m- close Marissa was on finding out, well, saying who the Skinner is because she's yes. kind of close. I mean, he has nothing to do with Freebo, but he sort of lets us know. Um, but he's very, uh, she's very close. She's like. She's literally like one little sentence away, essentially, yeah, is how yeah. I'm gonna put it. Like, yeah, like when she, yeah, when she was talking about, it, I was just kind of like, oh, oh, you were, because <laughs> I remember watching this live or like watching it on DVD and sitting there like, same like her, like thinking, and I was like, no, it's not him. I was like, who is it? I was like, it's. I, I honestly remember thinking it was somebody that worked at uh, Miami yeah, Metro. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it's got to be another cop. It's yeah. somebody. And, yeah. And, yeah. Something else that we were sort of talking off mic during the week, and I kind of want to get to it a little bit here, because um, I haven't even had anyone to talk about this with. Um, <laughs> the idea of they are sort of layering how Miguel is straight up using Dexter so Miguel uh-huh. could start killing. Um, and that's sort yes. of funny. This, you know, he's totally learning from Dexter while Dexter doesn't know. Uh, and it, it, I, I could see now as I do, I have to, you know, watch every episode, um, they're like layering it. Where yes. Miguel's just picking up a little here and there to the point where, and they this is the start where they start throwing it in, how much Miguel has a disdain for this Ellen Wolf. Yes. And this episode, it's kind of randomly injected in there where Miguel sort of flies off the handle about how much he hates this Ellen Wolf. 
And we sort of see how he's layering so Miguel could eventually kill Ellen Wolf. Now, me and you were having a conversation regarding, and this is fun, even while this is the spoiler part, uh, we had a little disagreement on exactly what happens between uh-huh. Miguel and Ellen. And I haven't watched the episode, so I am, I'm usually confident in how I answer, but this one I was kind of like, you know what, I could be wrong. Um, you thought that Miguel and Ellen sort of had something going on on the side. Yes, I think that I, from what I remember, he, him, and uh, Ellen Wolf are having an affair, and it's because when he goes over to her house, it's the way that they're acting. I just remember it being such a huge deal, and I'm like, oh shit! And I kind of think that that's also why he is so like when I go back and I review the episodes, why he's so upset that. Uh, uh, LaGuardia is going and talking to um, her because he's getting his lives mixed in with this person that could ruin right, his life. Right, right. And he's also, him and his wife, they're having like their issues and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I really, I could have sworn that they, and I could be wrong as well. Sure. I actually can't wait to get to that episode and just see like where what, what happens. Yeah. You know? It's like, because you, when you told me that, no, 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 it wasn't happening, I was like, oh, I'm actually really curious to see how I take it now. And hopefully somebody writes in, you know, like I remember it ending where the way Miguel shows up, Ellen's like, oh, who is this? Oh, shit. And that's how the episode ends. And then we sort of see uh, it, right. it could be there and I'm just not seeing it. Like, you know, I just I pick up different stuff when I watch the show around this time. Uh, anything else regarding spoiler talk for season three? Um, no. When does Miguel get his first kill? I think it's not next episode. I think they is it the one after? Yeah, I think it's the I think it's the uh, a damage the damage a man can do, because then I it's not next ep- next episode is the one where Camilla dies, right? So that sort of takes over the entire episode. I think it's the next episode where they start taking this um this guy from the this gambling guy. Okay. And it's. It's the whole motif of, like, gambling, you know, like, Dexter's totally gambling, and they have, like, the guy on, like, a roulette wheel table and everything. It's kind of a cool kill. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's, like, now Billy Bats yeah. or something, you know. Uh, yeah, but that's two episodes from now, once it gets closer to the end. And uh, I guess one random thing I could say, too, I'm, like, looking around the corner if Marissa's here. It's sort of weird because uh, what's-his-name dies in episode 11, Miguel. Like, right. he, he doesn't even die in the finale, you know? I know. <laughs> Uh, anything else before we close out? No. Go ahead. Uh, that's all I've got. Go ahead and uh, plug your podcast one more time, please. Cause... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can uh, follow us at Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Um, we're on uh, Apple, Google Play, um, all of the major ones. Just give us a listen. We're, we talk about history and the HBO series uh, Boardwalk Empire. It's a lot of fun. Yep, definitely is a lot of fun. Boardwalk is one of my favorite shows, um, and I, I give it the old uh, Dig and Dexter recommend. So, um, go ahead, listen, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, bye.